one day he he was hitting me. He was, you know, he was doing his thing or whatever. Girl, but I don't even know what came in me. I just hit it. I just punched him so hard upside his head. He had a little cocoa on his head. And that was the last time that man put his hands on me. The Next Door Podcast. Like, welcome back to the Next Door Podcast. I am Bestie Next Door. And I'm like your bestie next door. If you like your tea to be extra, extra sweet, then this place is not for you. Because we like our tea to be sweet and bitter. Sweet enough that it goes down, bitter enough to wake us up. Now, guys, woo! We are, we are, I, oh, Angie, this is your first time listening to me, seeing me live. Okay, guys, we are getting to 2024. I'm excited because I'm going to pop in February, so I'm really excited about that. Also, guys, if you guys listen to me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you're watching me live on YouTube, or you're here with me on live on TikTok, guys, I have a baby registry in the link in my bio. So if you follow me on TikTok or you have me on Instagram, just click the link in my bio and you'll find the Amazon registry. If I helped you anyway in 2023, you should at least pick one thing from that registry just to get me. I mean, I already got all the big stuff like, you know, um, uh, bassinet, um, like stroller. I got the big stuff, but I just put like little stuff on Amazon just to like have a registry since this year, I'm not going to do a baby shower. Cause I really don't want to have too much attention with this, um, what my, my son. So I don't want to have too much attention. So I'm not doing a baby shower because like I'm, I've been all over the globe, so I can't do a baby shower. So this is like my baby shower. So guys get at least one thing on the Amazon registry. It doesn't have to be the most expensive thing, but whatever you could afford, it doesn't matter. The littlest thing, even if it's a sponge, even if it's a rag, the littlest thing counts. Also, guys, I have a TikTok series called the It Girl TikTok series. If you haven't gotten that, you should get that. It's only $1.99, and I basically talk about, um, you know, like tips for dating older guys, um, emotional intelligence. But if you already got the ebook, like Becoming a Badass Woman, Controlling Your Emotions ebook, or the High Value Woman audio book, or you took the High Value Woman course, then you're not going to really need that. But that's for those who haven't gotten those things and just want, like, that kind of quick breeze through and, you know, are not sure on what book or audiobook to get, the It Girl Checklist TikTok series is going to help you to know which book you may need to get to help you on your journey to leveling up. And also, if you need a one-on-one, I'm still taking one-on-ones. Um, the link is also in my bio as well. I will also put it in, um, the one link has the link to everything. So that one link that I always post on my YouTube and I put in the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, that one link that I put, it links to everything. So you could just click the link and find everything you need. Um, what else? I want to. I don't want to forget anything because next year we're into a whole. We're going into a whole different thing, and you know I want to end this year off with a lot of positivity. Um, I think that um, today's episode we're really going to just talk about. I'm going to take questions from those that are live with me on TikTok. I'm going to take questions and bounce off of that, and then we're also just going to talk about just the 2023 as a whole and the year and what we should have learned as women because I don't want to carry the topics that I spoke about in 2023 to 2024. I don't want to overdrag it. I want to talk about new things, more things like how to develop as a woman. I want 2024 to be the year of development. You know, um, once I give birth, I'm going to take maybe a few weeks off, but I'm going to do a lot of audio. So because it will be easier for me to do audio than it will be for me to come to the studio, set up and do the whole shabam. It it depends on how I feel. Like, you know, if we get the nanny in time, we find a nanny in time, X, X, Y, and Z. But of course, you know, as a new mom, I'm not going to want to just have 
you know, anyone around my baby so early. But I can't commit to doing audio. Audio would be a little bit more easier for me to post because I don't have to, like, you know, dress up. Because you guys know, anytime I come on, I got to pop out. You know, I always got to pop out. I always got to look like, you know what I'm saying, like a little baddie or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take some questions from the audience, TikTok audience. We have, like, about 213, well, it's going up, 213 people here live with us on TikTok audience. Guys, open up the floor. This is the last episode for 2023, so make these questions good questions and make the questions count. Let me open up my little apple juice because, girl, I'm thirsty. Okay, you guys are going a little bit too fast. Okay, someone said how to heal after a breakup. You know, um, I think that this is one of the times where a lot of people go through breakups, especially during the holidays, because, you know, sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes some men will literally break up with you during the holidays because he's broke and he don't got no money. He don't got no money to buy you a gift. He don't got no money to take you out. So he's going to choose the holidays time where he know he got to spend money to break up with you. I'm just kidding. That could be the truth, but I'm just kidding. Um, you know, when it comes to healing after a breakup, I want you to feel your emotions and, um... You know, just get dressed. Every day, get dressed. And look, just, like, put on your makeup, get dressed, look in the mirror, and tell yourself that you're that girl. And start going out. Start socializing. That's the only way to heal after a breakup is to start going out. And nine times out of ten, it's so funny when it comes to breakups because when you don't want to go out and you actually force yourself to go out is when you end up meeting a new connection. And I know that happens to a lot of us. It happens. It happened to me. I'm pretty sure it happened to a lot of women. So force yourself to socialize. That's my best advice to healing after a breakup. Now, the next question, somebody asks, how do I ask him to invest in me? You don't never, you, you see, the thing is, is this, right? I'm going to tell you the truth. A man is always going to want to feel needed. So you can never really tell a man to invest in you directly. You have to make him invest in you indirectly. Because if he's investing in you and you're making all this money and you, and you know, men are like, let me say it like this. Men like to be the alpha omega. So it's like, if he invests in you and you end up making more than him, it kind of like bruises his ego a little bit. So when it comes to getting a guy to invest in your business or getting a guy to invest in whatever it is you want, if you notice, if you ask a guy straight up like, oh, can you help me invest in my business? He'll tell you, oh, I got you. And he end up not doing it. So never, ever tell a man directly you want him to invest in you. Indirectly, when he's giving you money, he's already investing and you should be smart to know what to do with the money he's giving you. That's how you should go about it. Because, listen, let me tell you something. A man is always going to want to feel needed, and you telling him to invest in you is kind of like, mm, uh, mm. You know what I'm saying? If he's not your husband or, you know, someone serious, he's going to be like, mm. Even, even funny enough, is sometimes it depends. Because if it's your husband, then it's a, it's a different ballgame. Because your husband is obviously going to want you to flourish because, you know, he's going to be flourishing as well. But I can't say that with all husbands because some husbands can be jealous. Okay, somebody asks, what if I'm losing interest in my relationship? Um, if you're losing interest in your relationship, I think that you should move on. There's a reason why. I think that a lot of times, us women, we tend to ignore our intuition and we tend to ignore our feelings. And when you are losing interest in your relationship, there's a reason why. First of all, before you even think about leaving him, and I don't want you to next call him too quick, I want you to do me a favor. For the person who asks, what, what if I'm losing interest in my relationship? I want you to do me a huge favor. Anytime you're thinking about leaving a man and you're unsure and you're indecisive, take 
a day to yourself. Take a sheet of paper and write a list of the good and the bad. Once the bad outweigh the good, then you need to be walking out the door. That's as logical as you can be. Because sometimes we like to, you know, make decisions based off of our emotion. But when you start becoming logical, you make decisions like you're playing chess. Because life is really like a chess game. Ashlyn, girl, I wasn't even gonna come on live. To be honest with you, I wasn't gonna come. Um, I did a poll on Instagram and they were like, oh, I seen like a lot of people were doing visual. So I'm like, you know what, let me come visual. And somebody asked, I took the green box out the white carton. The white carton is strong. It's not like a fake, it's not like a flimsy type of carton. It's a really strong carton. So he wouldn't think that something is missing because the white carton is still on the desk. So Remember, the green box is out. The white carton is empty. It don't even have the green. He don't even notice. He don't know. He's not paying attention. Now, see, bitch, let me say something. He, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already 10 steps ahead of the game. Like, when it's time for me to be smart, I'm going to be really smart. So the white carton is there, and he didn't know that the green box is missing. So now he's going to the shower. So I, now, again, remember, my outfit, he, by, by my outfit and my demeanor, I didn't make him think that something was up. Cause I didn't, I wasn't hostile. That's what you gotta understand. When you wanna leave somebody, you don't gotta be all hostile. When you're hostile, it's going to make them feel, be on their toes. So because I was calm and relaxed and laughing and I was eating, he saw me eating a salad, he didn't think nothing was wrong. He didn't think I was leaving. His dumb ass didn't go check the other room. And I was praying to God, I said, God, please don't let this man check the room. Cause if he had checked the room that all my stuff was in, he would have knew that I packed all my stuff. He would have knew that something was up. But again, he was in his guilty phase. What does it mean a guy, is interested, but at the same time saying he, his situation is complicated. If a man is interested, but at the same time is saying his situation is complicated, then you need to uncomplicate it by not even dealing with him at all. Next caller, simple as that. Don't, don't allow, don't put yourself, if a guy is telling you his situation is messy, then why would you want to get into that mess? Once he says complicated, uncomplicate it by not even being in the situation, by not even being in the complication. You get what I'm saying? Should I cut him off if he says I never gifted him anything? Um, I don't think you should cut him off. If if a man tells you you never gifted him, gifted him anything, I don't think you should cut him off. I feel like you should try to gift him something, especially if he gifted you something. If he got you a lot of stuff, I mean, it, it costs you nothing to get him like a bottle of cologne or maybe like some boxes or something. Like men are so appreciative of little things. You get what I'm saying? So if he has gifted you so much things, I don't think it's going to be a big deal for you to want to gift him something. You get what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be... Like, let's not get it confused. You want to deal with the man that's giving, but you don't also want to be the woman that's tick, 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 tick. You got to try to give at least something, you know, for him to feel appreciated. You know what I'm saying? So don't be the woman that's tick, 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 tick. Don't make him feel like that. Make him a guy that's giving you and doing his best for you. You have to try to contribute something or give him something. Gift him something little. It could be cologne. Just gift him something so he feels appreciated and he doesn't feel like it's tick, 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 tick. You get what I'm saying? Okay, um, um, I went out with my boyfriend to a club. His friend and girlfriend came. I found out my boyfriend was recording her. Uh, Z, recording her dance? I'm not gonna lie, that's a little bit weird. There's no way I'm gonna be going out with my boyfriend and my boyfriend is recording his friend's girlfriend. That's, that's kind of weird. So she said, Z said yes, recording her dance and then he hides all the videos on an app. He doesn't know I know. I know you fucking lying. You better break up with him. He's clearly, he's obsessed with his friend's girlfriend because I can't imagine 
going out with my man and my man is recording his his friend's girlfriend. What the fuck is that? What are you doing? Like, what what is that? Honestly, I tell you, to be honest with you, you see, I don't know, T, um, Z, let me ask you a question. Do you want me to be the devil or you want me to be an angel? Which one you want? Because I'm going to tell you the devil side and I'm going to tell you the angel side. What's the angel? What what side? What is the given? What's the given V? You want me to be the devil or you want me to be the angel? Because the devil in me is already like, you know what? The devil in me is like, you know what? The de Okay, both? All right, cool. The devil in me is like, you know what? Since you want to record his girl... Since you want to record his girl, I'm about to slide in your friend DM. <laughs> I'm about to listen. When they go low, we go lower. <laughs> when they go low, we go lower. <laughs> slide in that friend's DM. Give it a shot. Because you know what? Because you know what? Since he want to go low, you're going straight to hell. He want to go low. You're going straight to hell. Slide in his friend's DM. What's up? Tell him, hey, what's up? Oh, um, I was having an issue with something. You know, I just wanted to give you a call. Can I call you? Can I call you? Can I talk to you on the phone? He go low. We going to hell. All right. My angel side. My angel side. My angel side will say, you know, approach him and ask him, why, why are you recording your friend's girlfriend? Or do you have some type of obsession with her? That that's my angel side, and then after he say what he say, my devil side will still come out, slap the shit out of him, <laughs> slap the shit out of him. See, it's still angel because you're giving him a chance to talk, but then you still gotta slap him. <laughs> you gotta slap the shit out of him because whatever he's saying, after that, it's not gonna make no sense. You know what I realize about men is this: sometimes you need to give them a factory reset. You gotta give them a factory reset. So when you give them that factory reset, it's like their brain starts to sit in the right position and they start to behave. You get what I'm saying? But don't listen to me, I'm just being devil's advocate. It's not like a slap, like you slap them like a bitch, but it's kind of like a little like, you know, like a upside the head, like, uh, I'm just joking, I'm just joking, Shauna. I'm just joking, it's a joke, relax, come on, hello, we're just joking. Oh my goodness, you guys are so sensitive. People are saying abuse, 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 abuse. Well, fuck it then. Fuck it then. Fuck it then. Fuck it then. It's abuse. What y'all gonna do about it? What y'all gonna do about it? What y'all gonna do about it? I said what I said. Not a not a not a devil in me is out. I, I'm on demon time. Yeah, yeah. And what? And what? And what? It's abuse. And what? And what? <laughs> All right. Anyways. Somebody asks, what's the best gift to get a guy under $100? You could get him cologne. You can get him um, a tracksuit. I think, wait, how much is a tracksuit? I think with the last time, I bought my man um, a Nike tracksuit. That It cost me about the top and the bottom. It was like $70. I think the bottom was $70 and the top was $70. And then they had a discount. So you could get him like a, a, a hoodie. You can, get a, you can get a man a hoodie. Um, you can never go wrong with getting a guy active wear because they're always, you know, they always need that, like, throw-on outfit to, like, run to the store, you know, stuff like that. Men do appreciate those active wear outfits as well, especially if you know their size. You know us women that is, you know, it's kind of difficult for a man to shop for women when it comes to clothes because, you know, we have different shapes and sizes. We're, like, we're different shapes. So, like, we may say we're a medium, but he may get something that's not stretchable and it's really a small. But a man now, if a man tells you, okay, I'm a medium or I'm a large, you can literally just go to, like, Macy's or go to any department store and just get him, like, a nice little active wear up and down outfit or a cologne, you know? You could get him cologne too.
Oh, a, th oh, a thousand. A thousand shit, girl. Um, you can get him some nice, some nice slippers, some nice slides, like Dior slides. I think you can get him a lot of stuff, like mad stuff and like one big thing. You can get him a lot of stuff. It all depends on the type of guy he is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody said don't spend all of that unless he's your husband. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, it depends. It the only way I would spend a thousand dollars on a man, because I can't say I've never done that. I did it for my my, my husband, of course, because we're together. But it's only the only way I would spend a thousand on him is if that man spent mad money on me. Like he has to have spent mad money on me in like the course of like two months for me to say, okay, you know what? Let me make a thousand dollar investment. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Angel. So yeah, yeah, definitely. That definitely you can do that. What kind of guy is he? Is he like an active guy? Like, is he the type of guy that likes to, like, when he's going to the store, what does he wear, usually wear? Is he like, you know, a jean and top type of guy? Or is he like a, he wants to put on sweatpants, you know, and just quickly go to the store type of guy? Because my, mine's too. Mine, I, mine's too spend a lot on me too. Like, when I went home, I have this picture. I don't know if you guys have me on Instagram or, um, or Instagram or whatever, but I have this picture where I took, uh, like, my man, he bought me a first class ticket and... You know, of course, when he did that, I had to, like, you know, reciprocate the energy and then just get him something nice, you know? He spent, like, $10,000. In that month, he spent, like, twenty grand. in that one month. It was, like, I was, like, I'm, like, damn, daddy's getting busy. There's a few things we should have all learned this year, 2023, from just celebrities and, you know, all the toxic things that are going on in social media. Number one, the first thing we should have learned this year is a baby does not keep a man. And... We learned that from Krishan Rock and Blueface situation because her having a baby did not change her. Neither did it make her and Blueface any closer. But I can't even talk about their situation because their situation is a whole drama and a whole tactics behind it. But I feel like there should be a lot of lessons that people should have grabbed from that. A lot of people, you know, was like, oh, Blueface is this, Blueface is that. But it's like, when you see a man acting like that, you can only look at her and say, you know what? You knew he didn't want the baby from the beginning, and you thought that it, after you had the child that he was going to change and he was going to be more warmer towards you. It didn't change. And I'm going to tell you this, guys. I'm going to tell you this all. I'm going to tell you this right now. If a man is not loving you before a child, he's not going to love you after. I promise you. Don't think that a baby is going to make a man warm up to you, make him love you more. He's not going to love you anymore. Actually, he's going to resent you because now he feels like, why is she forcing herself on me? You get what I'm saying? Especially if the man told you he didn't want it. If he told you he didn't want it, then don't keep, don't even, like, if he's, if a man tells you he don't want a child and you decide to keep it, just know that you're keeping it for yourself. Don't, don't have any resentment towards that man because at the end of the day, he made it really clear to you that he didn't want it. And we've seen that also, that's the same situation happened with this, um, well, what what's it called? Anthony, uh, what's this guy named? This NBA player with this side chick that wanted to keep the child, and he paid her a hundred k. We should have all of these things. We should have learned from. We should have learned from that. We should have learned from Simone's husband, how he was acting, how he he made it seem like he's the prize and she's actually the prize. We should learn how to be more sacred with our bodies. You know, none of that, you know, posting on social media, being half naked and, you know, just acting like a thought and acting all wild. We, all of those things should be forbidden in 2024. 2024, we're acting classy because if women all collectively act classy in 2024, it's going to raise the market value. 
These men are not going to play in our face. They're not going to play in our face. That's the reason why men feel like it's okay to do coffee dates. They feel like it's okay to do coffee dates because there's one pick Misha that's like, okay, we can do a coffee date. Even though she don't even like coffee. Just because she wants to be picked. And funny enough is people had, we had this long argument this year, this 2023 about coffee dates. It's crazy because some of the guys that are saying, oh, um, I'm going to do a, not everybody likes coffee. Not everybody likes coffee. Not everybody likes coffee. So you can't come to me as a woman and feel like I should accept your coffee they offer or because you like coffee. But what if I don't like coffee? And it's not necessarily about going to a five-star restaurant. Everything doesn't have to be five-star restaurant, five-star restaurant. What about going golfing? What about going bowling? What about activity-based dates? What about that? Nobody's thinking outside the box. Everybody's just thinking about, somebody said KFC, hell no. Everybody's just thinking about, everybody's just thinking that every all the women are trying to say five-star, five-star. It don't have to be five-star all the time. It could be brunch. It could be a little brunch, bowling, golf. It could be it, it could be laser tag. It could be something so cute. It don't have to be coffee. Coffee. Nobody. Not everybody likes coffee. I don't like coffee like that. I don't even not, like. Some of you is like, mm, yeah, coffee dates are still time, and you're getting to know if you want to like the girl or not, sir. Sir, if you don't know before we go on a date if you like me or not, I don't want to go on a date with you. It's just that simple. You shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to decide on a coffee date if you want to spend your money on me. You shouldn't have to decide. You should it shouldn't be a coffee date to know if you like me or not. You shouldn't even be going on a date with a person you don't like anyway. That's the problem. Let's let's even start there. Let's really start there. You shouldn't even be going on a date with someone you don't like. So, I don't understand why men can't wrap it around their big skulls that not every woman is going to accept a coffee date because not a lot of women like coffee. There's so many other dates in the world to do. Golfing, bowling, activities. There's so many dates you can do. But not every woman is going to accept coffee because not every woman likes coffee. And that's okay. But you should know if you want to date that woman or not. This is why a lot of people waste their time. This is why a lot of this is why a lot of people in the dating scene waste their time because I want to see I want to see no sir if you're not sure about me next caller don't take me on a date if you're not sure I don't got time to convince you on why you should like me stop wasting your time and that's something that we should have learned in 2023 going on dates for free meals see a lot of you see a lot of you rather go on a date for a free meal but you don't understand that your time is precious you can't get your time back none of that going on dates for free meals whatever food you go in to eat you can make that in the house you can make that in the house that's how this is how you're going to avoid wasting your time this is i'm telling you how you're going to avoid wasting your time if you know you don't like that guy don't sit there and say oh my god you know what um i just want to go out to eat for free food no we're not going out for, we're not in 2024 we're not going on dates for free meals if you know that you don't like that guy and you don't see the potential in you guys being something don't go on a date next caller simple as that that's how you avoid wasting your time 
stop asking me if I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yes, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Well, do you want to get something for my baby? I have a registry. The link is in my bio. Pick up one thing. Pick up one thing. I have I have all the big stuff already. I don't have a stroller on there. I don't have I have little things on there. Go click the link in my bio. Go buy something for the baby. <laughs> Y'all keep asking me to yes, you could see. You could see my stomach. You could see. You could clearly see. You could clearly see. Like you could see it in my face. I'm tired of answering it. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. The next person to ask me, thank you guys. The next person to ask me, am I just go to my registry? Click the link in my bio and go to my registry and go buy something for the baby. I am. I am married. I am. I am. How you couldn't tell? Oh, my God. You could tell. My face is... My face got so chubby. My face got chubby. Like you could tell. You could tell. My face got so chubby. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's just that I, I try to put myself together so I could come on. But I've been feeling some kind of like, you know, a little uncomfortable. Like, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, you know? how I met my husband. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to repeat this story because this is like, we're going into 2024. So I'm going to tell you how I met. It's a boy. 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 It's my first child. I think I'm at the right age because I'm in my late 20s. I'm in the right age. I don't want to wait till I'm like 30, like late 30s or like, you know, mid 30s. I think by my like mid 30s, I want to have a second child, you know? So now that I'm in my late 20s, let me just have one so that when I do decide to have my second one, it'll be my 30s and there'll be like a little um, age gap. You get what I'm saying? All right. It's crazy. I'm going to repeat this story again, but I'm going to say the story again because now, like, after the, after this after this episode, this is the last episode, and I'm just giving you guys, we're just having a random discussion. So this is just, like, you know, random talks. I'm going to tell you how I met my husband. So I met my husband like this, right? So when I was leaving, I know most of you guys already know. If you followed me for a long time, um... I'm gonna answer your question. How to think of how to how to make him think about marriage. I'm I'm re answer when I finish my story. Ask me the question again. And I'll answer your question. Okay. So, remember my story that I told you guys, right? If you've been following me for a long time, you know the story that I told you guys about. I had this narcissistic ex fiance, and you know he controlled basically everything in my life finances, who I hung out with. I couldn't go nowhere. If I did decide to go somewhere like the supermarket, he would tell me I'm looking at the time. So let's say if it's 12 o'clock, I had to be back by like 1240. I could not stay outside too long, you know, without his supervision. It was, it was bad. And at one point he did start putting hands on me. And I can never forget this day where he, he put hands on me, girl. When he put hands on me, girl, let me tell you something. I gave him a big cocoa on the top of his head. Bitch, when I told you, because me, I come from a male-dominant background. So I have that aggression in me. If I want to be aggressive, I could be really, really aggressive. I'm really, really strong. So one day, he he was hitting me. He was, you know, he was doing his thing or whatever. Girl, but I don't even know what came in me. I just hit it. I just punched him so hard upside his head. He had a little cocoa on his head. And that was the last time that man put his hands on me. I did my big one. That was the last time. Because before he was putting his hands on me, I would, I would just be yelling like, stop, no, stop, you know? But after that, that man stopped. He stopped. He saw that, yo, this girl, she's a demon. She got a demon inside of her. I punched him so hard in his head. Like, I don't even know where the energy came. I feel like the Holy Ghost came into me. I just punched him. Boof. He had a whole big coke on his head. He was like, oh, see what you did to me. See? But you, first of all, sir, you started hitting on me. Now all of a sudden it's, see what you did to me, see what you did to me. That's what you get. Keep your hands to yourself. So now, let me tell y'all how, how I left him and then I found my new man. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, Diamond, it was built up energy. I think it was built up animosity because he, like, there was one time that I went out, right? And I, I think I, I think I stood out for, like, two hours or three hours, and he hit me so hard on my leg that I had, like, two knots on my leg. Like, and I didn't do nothing about it. I didn't even hit him back or nothing. So I feel like because he's been hitting me, sometimes he'll slap me. It was too much. So after when he seen that, and then I called some guys to come beat him up. When he seen that, he said, oh, you called guys to my house? I'm like, yeah, you about to get your ass beat. You about to get your ass beat. You thought you was gonna hit. You thought that you was gonna keep hitting me and it was gonna be cool. I'm. You about to get your ass beat. That's what's about to happen right now. So anyway, um, I'm not Jamaican. Um, so basically, he knew I wanted to leave. Right, we were gonna get married, right? So this is why I tell you guys, I tell you guys this verbatimly. This is why, like, if y'all don't take anything from what I be telling y'all, do not marry under four six months. You know how these people be saying, oh, you know how the girls online be like, oh, um, oh, you know, in six months he should know he's gonna if he's gonna marry you or not. Do not listen to that bullshit. I'm telling you guys from experience. You're never gonna know who a man is until a year later. Give it like two years. Like two years is decent because you, it's not just about him making you his wife. You also gotta watch his character, see his background, see where he's coming from, see who his family is before you decide to marry into his family. You gotta understand, you're taking his last name. He's not taking your last name. Exactly. Even ex even two years is not enough. Even even two years is not enough. I, like I don't understand why a lot of you are rushing into marriage. Don't rush into marriage. Take your time. If that guy is taking his time, you take your time as well. Trust me, you it's better for you. Like now in my situation, I'm the same for my situation. We've been together for about what three three what three years three four years before we decided to say okay we want to get married and it's because we went through everything together and we know each other so well and we built that friendship that even if like we me and my husband right now have the type of relationship that even if we weren't to be together we would still be friends like we would still want to know what's happening in each other's life because we're so close and we're so connected. You get what I'm saying? Now let me explain. My last situation, we got engaged in four months. I did the whole introduction. We got engaged in four months. That's fast. In four months, I thought he was a thank you, love. Thank you. Thank you, love. I didn't, I didn't even like my nails when she did it, but thank you, love. I was young. I was like 23 at the time. And now I'm in my late 20s. I'm more matured. I was 23 at the time. And don't get married too early. Don't listen to how, you see how these people, I'm telling you right now, these creators come on here and they start telling you a whole bunch of garbage and you don't know what they're going through. I'm going to tell you because I've been there, done that, and I passed it. 23 is too early to get married. You should be looking to get married maybe at like, you know, like I want to say like 26, 27, 28, like around that, around like 26, 27 and down. Because when you go to 26, when you pass 25, you're, you're more matured and you think differently. So don't rush into getting married, right? I'm just, I'm just telling you guys the truth. I feel like 27, 28, 29, 30 is ideal for women because you're more matured and you know what you want and by then you will know who it is you're dating. But you should start dating for marriage by like 25. By 25, you should start dating for marriage. And then by like 27, 28 is when you should tie the knot with that person that you've been dating from 25. You get what I'm saying? And I'm telling you guys the truth. I'm not, I'm not lying to you guys. I'm not trying to sell you a, a fake idea facade. I'm real. Bestie next door, I'm real. I'm going to tell you the truth. So anyways, um, he was ready for things that I wasn't ready for. So he was trying to mold me into a woman that I wasn't even ready to be because I didn't even know who I was. You get what I'm saying? So what had happened was... Um, you know, after him putting his hands on me and stuff like that, you know, his, I'll talk to his mother about it. I'll talk to his sister about it. And, you know, they weren't really, they'll tell me, oh, you know, it's because of this or because they always made excuses for him. They never really 
took me serious because they didn't know that I was really like that. Like I was really about that life. So, you know, one, he had this Rolex that he bought. And let me tell you something about that man. He loved material stuff. Like he loved, he loved to buy him Gucci. He loved to wear material name brand stuff. Like he, that's what he loved to do. So I knew how in love he was with that Rolex. And the thing about it is this, right? Cause a lot of people like to say, Oh, well, why don't you make your own money and leave? That's what I tried to do. I made my own bread and he made me spend all my money. You'll be so surprised. Like how could he make you spend all your own money? You would never know what it's like until you're dating a narcissistic man. You would never know, especially at that young age, especially at being 23, 22, you would never know what it's like unless you're that age and you're in a relationship with a narcissistic man. So every time I, I remember I had like six grand saved up, I had six grand saved up. And all of a sudden when he knew I had that six grand saved up, he, he, all of a sudden, he didn't have money to spend like that. He's like, oh, you know, he tried to be all nice and sweet to me. I'm thinking he's changed. I'm thinking, you know, maybe like the way he was acting before, you know, maybe I'm bugging, you know, maybe it's just because of the way I'm acting and maybe because we come from different backgrounds, you know, but little did I know, no, he wanted me to spend all the money. And when he knew I spent all the money, that's when his behavior started again. His controlling behavior started all over again, because at that point, he knew that I wouldn't leave without no money. So let me tell you how I played this narcissistic guy. Anybody who's dealing with a narcissistic guy, let me tell you how I played this guy. When you're dealing with a narcissistic guy, you never tell them your plans. And that's one mistake that we make as women when you're dealing with a narcissistic man. You, you give them too much information because they know how to manipulate information out of you. That's what it is when you're dealing with a narcissistic man. So if you are currently dealing with a narcissistic man, if you're going right, always tell him you're going left. Always give him misinformation. Never tell him the exact and the right information always lie you have to lie you have to lie you can never tell them your plans because if you tell them your exact plan they're going to find a way to sabotage what it is you want to do and that's what happened to me trust me I tried to leave before before even me getting to the point that I had to get to I tried to leave so many times and he sabotaged it every single time it's until I did what I did what I'm about to tell you guys is when I was able to leave so now let me tell you how I left so, okay, after I had no money, he knew I had no money. All right, so I, I left one time. The first, before even leaving, this the last time I left before, he knew I hadn't I didn't have enough money because um, I stayed in a hotel for like two days, and he was like, oh, she's going to come back home. She don't have enough money for the hotel or whatever the case may be, which was true. I had no choice. I had to come back home because where was I going to go, right? So I, I the first time I left, I left like in February, and I'm so happy it played out like that because if my situation didn't play out the way it did, I wouldn't have met my husband now. So, um, in February I left, I, I went to a hotel or whatever, and he was so confident. He was like, she's going to come back. She don't got no money. She's going to come back. So I did, I had to come back. So now I was just thinking like, you know, he had this Rolex and he was, went, he wear his Rolex, bitch, he couldn't wear his Rolex to sleep. That's how desperate, that's how attached he was to that Rolex. So now one particular Sunday and anytime I'm packed, anytime I pack my things, cause what the thing is this, right? I have packed all my things, but I had nowhere to put it. So, and I have my own room too in the house. Things from when the first time I was deciding to leave the house, all my things were still, I never unpacked my things. So that first time that I initially wanted to leave the house and I couldn't leave and I had to come back, all my things were still packed up until this day. I was literally, if I wanted to change my clothes or whatever, I would literally take it out of a suitcase. You know, I never put my things back in the closet because I already knew in my mind that I do not want to be with this man. This is not the man I want to be with. I, I want someone better. Even even look-wise, just looks. Look-wise, he's not my type. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not somebody that I would go crazy for. My husband now is my complete type. 
instant type handsome six two man handsome man so very handsome man and very caring my husband is just like me but a male version so anyways not not to talk about him so um on a particular sunday like anytime i pack my things he always knew that i couldn't he will always watch me when i pack my things because remember you can't tell a narcissistic your, you can't tell a narcissistic man your plans so um on one sunday he told me he was going out and mind you, I had already stopped having sex with him months before. Like, I was I was literally sleeping in another room. I was not giving him my body. You know when a woman stopped having sex, you know she's done. Anytime a woman stopped giving you the cat, she's done. I was done. So he, he came into the room I was in because I would always be in this. We had, like, a three-bedroom, three-bathroom house. We had a maid and everything. Like, I was sleeping in another room for months. I never slept in the same bed with him. If I ever did sleep in the same bed with him because he wanted me to, I would always have my back to him. Like, I never, I never, he, he gave me the biggest ick. Like, it got to a point where I didn't even care if he was dealing with other women. I didn't care. I really sincerely did not care about it. Did not care. So, um, he came to me on a Sunday and he was like, oh, he's going out. I was like, okay. And I had, I, I can remember this day like as vividly. I can remember this day so vividly because you know what's crazy is too, not to get off, not to get off topic, but that's why I say follow your intuition and listen to your emotions because when I was in that relationship, this man tried to get me pregnant. Like he was trying to get me pregnant. And I'm going to tell you this right now, sis, I was not getting pregnant. I was not getting pregnant like at all. And I thought something was wrong with me. So sometimes, let me tell you something. Sometimes when you are trying to get pregnant with a man and you're not getting pregnant and nothing is wrong with you, you went to the doctor and the doctor is telling you nothing is wrong, it necessarily is not you. It could be that man. It could be that that man is not meant for you to procreate with. So don't ever feel like, because I know that there's some woman right now, there's some women right now currently trying to get pregnant with a guy and the guy's making her feel incompetent, making her feel like, oh, like what's wrong with you? You're probably on birth control or you're this, you're that. Trust me when I tell you, I've, I've been there, I've done that for years, for years, all my 20s, I thought that something was wrong with me. All my, up until now, until I met my husband now, it's only my husband that I just met now that was able to successfully get me pregnant multiple times. I'm telling you, when I say multiple, like twice, because my first time I had an ectopic pregnancy, I have no control over that. I don't know if you guys know about ectopic pregnancy. Ectopic pregnancy is basically when the baby, the fetus is growing in the fallopian tube. So that was the first time, and that was like two years ago. And now we have our beautiful son that's coming now. So please, listen to me when I tell you, if you are with a guy and you are not getting pregnant, don't think it's your fault. He is just not the guy for you. He's not the guy that you're meant to, to procreate with. That's what it is. So don't blame yourself. Don't feel like, oh my God, the doctor said nothing's wrong with me. Why am I not getting pregnant? Don't feel, just know that there's a bigger plan. Trust me, God always have a plan. So with him, I wasn't getting pregnant. So that's how I knew something was wrong. And every time he's always taking me to the herbalist, he's always taking me to doctors. And they all tell me the same thing. Like, nothing's wrong with her. Like, she's fine. Her eggs is healthy. She's fine. It's, somebody said 111. My wish is for everybody on my TikTok live to go to click the link in my bio and go buy something on my baby registry. That's my wish. <laughs> that's my wish. Let me get back to my story. Okay. <laughs> and those who are listening to go Click the link in my bio on Instagram, TikTok, or the link in the bio on the audio part to go and buy something for my baby. That's all I wish for. My birthday's coming up. If you want to get me something for my birthday, you're like, oh my God, I really want to get something for Bestie for her birthday. Just go to my baby registry and buy something. All the big stuff I already got myself. I already got. Anyways, back to the story. So, Sunday, my birthday is January 7th. January 7th, my birthday. 
But I already got all the big stuff like Strola, uh, car seat, all of that stuff. The only thing I care about is like my, um, uh, what you call it, aftercare, like my, um, what they, what's it call it? Postpartum care. Like those kits, you can get me a kit, you know, a postpartum care kit, whatever. Okay, let me get back to the story. So Sunday, he came to the room I was in and was like, oh, remember what I told you guys? All my things were already packed. So the first time that I wanted to leave, I couldn't leave because I couldn't afford it. I never unpack my things. Let me tell you something. When you're ready to leave a man, if you're going to leave a man for whatever reason it is, and let's say he got you back in the house and you still feel like you want to leave, never unpack your things. Don't get comfortable. Because when it's the time to leave, you got to go. You can't, you're not going to have time to repack again. You know what I'm saying? Once you, once you get to the point of packing all your things, sis, keep your things packed because there's going to be another opportunity and there's going to be a reason, there's going to be a reason why you need to leave. And there's a reason why you packed all your stuff. I was living on my suitcase for a little while, for like a few weeks. And then now, remember what I said. Okay, let me get back to the, let me get to the juicy part. Because the, the reason why I'm telling this story is because you guys asked me, how did I meet my husband? This is, it all connects. This all connects, right? So it's funny because I thank God that February, I didn't have the money to leave. Because if I had the money to leave in February, I wouldn't have met my husband. Let me tell y'all. So Sunday, he came into the room I was in. He seen me like rearranging my stuff. And when I mean by re what I mean by rearranging was I was trying to organize my suitcase because like my clothes were everywhere. Cause you know, when I was looking for, like if I was looking for a, a top or a pants, like I would kind of like disorganize my suitcase. So I, every Sunday I would take my time and fold my things and put my, make my suitcase really organized. So he saw me like organizing my stuff. And I can remember this day vividly. I had a hat on my head. <laughs> He slapped my hat. He was like, oh, you think you're going somewhere. You're not going anywhere. But anyways, I'm leaving. I'm going out. I said, okay, no problem. I don't care. Like, I said, I don't care. So him hitting my hat, I had like a, I think I had like a black cap on. Him, It's so crazy how I'm wearing a hat right now because he literally hit my hat. Him hitting my hat, it, meant, it just gave me the biggest ick. I was just so irritated. So you know what? I was pacing around, like I was walking, because remember, we was in a three-bedroom, three-bathroom flat, and we had a chef, but the chef wasn't there, and I had a dog at the time. So I was, after he left, I have this thing where if I'm alone by myself, I talk to myself. So I was talking to myself. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, I got to figure out. I was like, yo, you got to figure out how you're going to leave. Like, I got to leave. I can't stay here. Like, I can't stand him. I hate him. So you know what I was thinking? I said, you know what? I went to the room and I saw that he had his Rolex box there. He had, you know, a Rolex. Let me tell y'all, if y'all don't know, if any of you guys haven't, you know, ever seen like the packaging of a Rolex. So a Rolex comes in a green box and it has a white carton. So I went to the room, like, I don't know, I was walking and I saw that the white carton and the green box was still on the table. Like a light bulb went off in my head. I don't know what, like, it's like God wanted me to do this. A light bulb went off in my head. And I'm like, yo, take his Rolex and sell it. Since since it's getting to the point where no matter how much you try to leave, he's always stopping you. Like, take take his Rolex and sell it. So you know what I said? In my head, I was like, you know what? I had this hotel that knew me. So I took all my stuff. That's why I said keep your bags packed. When you pack your bags from leaving a man's house, never unpack your bags because you never know the opportunity you're going to have to leave. So now, remember, all my bags are still packed. I grabbed all my stuff. I took an Uber. Put my things, I, bitch, let me tell you something. I cleaned out that room. There was not one thing left in that room. The only thing that was left in that room was the outfit I wanted to wear to leave the house, which is the next day. So I packed all my things, all the suitcase, everything I had. Even I even packed some of his stuff too. I packed, some, I, I, packed I think I packed one of his Gucci sneakers. I packed like a, a sweater, like a Versace sweater. I packed some of his stuff too. I ain't even gonna front. Packed some of his stuff, put it in the hotel. 
I, I went to the hotel and I told her, I was like, you know, the girl, she knew me because I went there previously because she knew that I was in a situation. So I told her, I was like, um, hey, can I just keep my, th- can you keep my things for me? Lock it. I'm going to come right back. So she was like, okay, okay, no problem. I'm going to be, if, if I'm not here, I'm going to tell my second and the key's going to be right here. She locked all my things for me. I didn't get, I didn't have a room at the time. Everybody in that hotel, it was a small, like, boutique hotel, but everyone knew my situation, like, knew that, you know, um, the situation I was in. So, I went back to the house. So, I was pacing back and forth. And at this point, at this point in my life, I was so fit. Like, let me tell you something. One thing about me is I'm really into fitness. I'm really into exercising every day, you know, going for walks. Like, every day I used to go for walks. I was on a serious diet. So, my body was shredded. Like, my body was shredded. When I tell you I was looking mad good, like... I knew that after leaving him, I was gonna, I looked good. Like I, I had like the the shape, everything was on point. That's why when you're trying when you're trying to leave someone, don't wait till the moment you leave to want to work on how you look. Work on how you look while you're in the process of trying to leave that person. Because that's exactly what I did. For like um since December, from December to like March. I left him in like March. December in like December to April or March or so, like four months, I was working on myself, working on how I look, working on like I always had like my retainers in, like I always had like I always made sure my teeth were white, retainers in, going for my walks or whatever the case may be, shit like that. Yeah, exactly. To be honest with you, that self-love really did give me the strength to leave. It did, like, that. it really did. Because sometimes when you're feeling insecure about yourself, like, let's say you're a little bit on the heavy side or you don't feel confident in who you are as a woman, you will stay because you're not confident. You feel like you can't get somebody else. But you just have that, like, you know, you love yourself and you sure about if I leave this type of guy, I'm going to get somebody else. Trust me. That self-love is needed for you to leave. That's the only way. The only way for you to have courage to leave a toxic situation is when you love, you have that self-love. Like, you're taking care of yourself. You have a routine. You're peaceful. You're at peace. You're going to leave. But if you're insecure and you're feeling down, it's going to be hard for you to leave because you're, you're going to think in your mind that that's the only person that's going to love you for who you are. But let me continue with my story. So, you know, I, you know me. I'm, I'm a calculated bitch. I'm a calculated bitch. I'm a calculated bitch. After packing on all my shit, I had my shit in the storage, a little bit of his stuff too, locked up away. You know, I was still walking around the house. I was still walking out the house. I was still walking around the house. So as I was walking around the house, I'm like, okay, I was think, you know, it's funny because this man, this man that I'm talking about, literally had he had came back home on time, this would have never happened. This is how I know God wanted me to do this. This is how I know for a fact. So, you know, I'm walking around the house. It's like around, all right, he left the house around, like, let's say, um, he left the house around 10 p.m. Now it's like around 3 a.m. He's still not around. 4 a.m., he's still not around. 5 a.m., he's still not around. 6 a.m., he's still not around. And usually he knows that by, like, 7 a.m. is when I go for walks with my dog. Because my dog was also my strength as well. Because my dog was very active with me. Every time I'm going, I'm taking my dog for walks every morning. And we're going for long walks as well. My dog really helped me with losing weight at that time too. So when it got to 7 a.m., I called him. I'm like, hey, like, you know, I didn't want him to think that anything was wrong. Because when you're doing something, you see, this is the thing. I'm giving you guys game. When you're trying to checkmate a man, you never want him to know that you're trying to checkmate him. You never let him know that. Don't make it obvious, right? You can't call him and be like, oh, where the F are you? No, I didn't, I didn't give him any sign that I was upset. I was like, hello? He's like, yeah, what's up? I was like, oh, where are you? You didn't come home last night. Is everything okay? 
He's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm I'm gonna come home soon. I'm 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 hanging out with such and such. We having this and that. Blah blah blah. I was like, okay, just checking on you. Hung up the phone. All right, cool. So I went for my little walk or whatever with my dog, and then I was talking to myself. I'm like, God, please let this work. Like, you know, you know this man. I would literally have to cut his wrist off in order for me to get this Rolex. So I was like, God, please let this work. Let this work. My chef, he usually, he doesn't stay with us. He usually comes in the morning and leaves in the night. So that's how my chef wasn't able to really be involved in the whole situation. So my chef came in the morning and I saw him when I came. So he was like, oh, you know, how are you? I said, I'm good. I told him, I said, I'm leaving today. I told him, because he already knew the situation that was going on between me and him. So I told him, I'm like, I'm going today. So what I want you to do for me is when I tell you to take my dog to the gate, take my dog to the gate, take my dog outside. So he was like, he, the, the, my chef was trying to beg me. Um, he was like, you know, why can you, can we work it out? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know, I was like, no, just listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Cool. Bitch, this man did not come home till 11 a.m. So he left 10 p.m. Not even 10. I think he left like around nine, but let's just, I'm going to say 10. I'm going to give him a 10. He left 10 p.m. And he didn't come back till 11 a.m. Almost close to afternoon, you know, because obviously I'm not I'm not giving him my body. So, of course, he's giving his body. He's he's, you know, going somewhere else to get what get his pleasure. So, again, let me tell you, I'm a calculator. I already knew that if I was still wearing my active wear, like my active clothes, he's going to know something is up. He's going to know. So, you know what I did? I took off my active clothes and I put on this long jalabier, like a long dress, one long dress. So he thinks nothing is wrong. And you know what I did? I told my chef, I said, cause I had one bag in the room. I had one bag left. So to carry and just go. I told myself, I said, make me a prone avocado salad. He made me a salad. I was on the phone with my home girl from Jamaica. We was on the phone. She was like, oh, don't do it. I was like, girl, you, there's nothing you could tell me. You, you're not wearing my shoes. So you're not going to know where it hurts. I, you're not gonna know where it hurts girl stop so me and I was on the phone laughing like I, I used that time that he like from like 10 because my chef came out like around 9 so like by like 10 9 45 I had in my head like yo I can't wear my active wear because if I wear my active wear and he see me with my sneakers on he's gonna know something is wrong he's gonna be on his toes because he's already guilty because he knows that what he he know that last night he was with a girl and he was getting laid so he's gonna feel guilty so i'm like you know what let me be smart i, I took off my sneakers i took off all my active wear that i usually use to go outside took it off and put it in the bag so after that i was eating my salad eating my salad he walked in the door while i was eating my salad on the phone i was on the phone with my friend laughing good time girl laughing kicking laughing you would have thought nothing was wrong because he's used to me being upset. You see, I flipped the script. I was being unpredictable. He was he was probably expecting me to be upset and have an attitude and be all mad and squeezing my face and stuff like that. But no, I was laughing. I was kicking and laughing like it was no problem. Nothing is wrong. Everything is cool. So he sat in the living room. He started pressing his phone. He sat in the living room. As soon as he came into the house, I didn't immediately get off the phone again. You have to be smart. I didn't want him to feel like something is wrong. Because if he felt like something is wrong, he's going to be on his toes. I wanted to throw him off completely. So, waited for me to get off the phone. Because I already finished my salad. I finished my salad everything. Finished my salad. So, he, I'm like, oh, where were you last night? He's like, oh, he went to such and such. He had to go do that, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, no problem. Now, I gave him 
two chances, two ch- no, three chances to apologize and say he was wrong. You know, the issue that I had with this man was this. This was the main issue I had with him. The main issue I had with him was he didn't know how to apologize. He had too much pride. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you ladies from myself, never deal with a man that's too prideful. You can always grow with a man. You can always... You can always, you can work with a man that's not prideful. You can always work with a man that can hold himself accountable. Because let's be honest, there's no man that's perfect, but a man that's accountable is somebody you can work with. But a man that has too much pride, you can't work with him because he's never going to see that he's wrong. He's never going to see he's wrong. Everything, he was an Aries. He was an Aries. He wasn't even Leo. He was an Aries. Everything that he do, he gonna, he's going to feel like he's right. And you can't deal with that type of guy because if you're trying to grow and have a family, that's not the ideal man you want to be the head of your household. You want a man that can be accountable. You want a man that can listen to what you're saying because we women, even though, yeah, we may not be the, we, you know, men are the providers, but we do offer a lot to the table to men as well. Like just mentally and spiritually, like we have different gifts to offer to men to help them in life in general but if you're dealing with a man that's too prideful how can you help him or guide him in the right direction or tell him to avoid certain things if he always feel like you're wrong so now that was one so I went to him and I said to him I said um do you feel like what you did is right that's what I asked him the first time he said he didn't he ignored me I said okay this guy must think that because again remember the first time I left I had to come back because he knew I had no money so in his mind right now I have no money, so where am I going? So he could he could, he could treat me, do me any kind of way, because number one, uh, my mom already knows I'm with him. We're engaged, so he could do whatever he want to do to me, because it don't matter. But here, one mistake that he made that made me know that he wasn't the man for me was this: when he was low on cash, you know what he did? He sold our rings. He sold our rings for money, and he told me like, you know, I'm going to get us bigger rings when I make more money. Once he did that, I already knew this is not the man for me. Cause why would you, you, this ring symbolizes our connection and our commitment. It don't matter if you have not $1 in your name. You shouldn't even be thinking in your head about selling our rings. You shouldn't even be thinking like that. But whatever, he really didn't have money. He regret, even funny enough is after all this happened and after we broke up, he kind of told me he regret doing that, that that was wrong of him to do. But whatever, that's besides the point. So, you know when a man just finished getting laid from another chick, the first thing he gonna do is go in the shower. So I followed him into the master room. He's taking off his clothes and he's hiding his body from me. That's how I knew that he did something wrong because if he didn't do nothing wrong, why are you hiding your body from me? You could just open up your body and just go in the shower. And why are you going to the shower immediately as soon as you came to the house? So I'm like, okay. I'm like, I was, in my head, I was so happy. My bitch, let me tell you, my palms were sweating. My palms was fucking sweating. That's how I was like the, the, what's the word? Adrenaline was running in my body. Like my palms were sweating. Thank you for the heart. My palms were sweating. So I went to him again. And I was like, do you think what you did was right? He did. He was giving me a whole bunch of runarounds. He wasn't saying nothing. Bitch, remember what I told you in the beginning of the story? I told you in the beginning of the story that this man would literally sleep with his Rolex on. Like the only way to get that Rolex off his wrist is if you cut his wrist off. I'm telling you, God wanted me to do this because this particular day, this man took his Rolex off and put it on the desk. And remember, I took some of his things. Remember, when I packed my things out, when I packed my stuff, I didn't take the white carton of the Rolex box because if I had took the white carton of the Rolex box, he would have knew something was up. The only part that I took from the carton was the green box because when you're trying to sell a Rolex, you don't need the white carton. All you need is the green box and a certificate. That's all you need. So he knew what he did the night before. He knew that 
he was fucking another girl. So he couldn't, what was he going to do? You get what I'm saying? So remember, all my things in the other room was packed. Remember, the night before, I already went to the hotel, packed out all my things, kept my things there. I only had one bag there. The bag that I was going to take to run, forward run, that was the bag that I had there. Remember, my workout clothes was in that bag. And I definitely was not going to leave my dog with him because if I left my dog with him, he would have used my dog as a prawn for me to come back. So I already had my dog's things packed too. So he finally took his watch and put it on the desk. And he's going into the shower. So as he goes into the shower, I went into the kitchen. I told my chef, I said, take my dog outside. Like, take Because I wanted my dog to be already prepared for us to, because we got to go. We got to run. We're going to have to run in like five minutes. I'm going to get to the story. You guys said I, I was getting arrested. First of all, how, I'm gonna be, let, me, let me finish my story. Cause I don't want to get sidetracked with you guys' bullshit ass comments. Anyways, because there's no way he's going to, first of all, how could you afford the Rolex? Can you, can you show us, show the cops? I'm going to get to that part with the cops. I'm going to get to that part because I already said this whole story already, but I'm going to just, I'm going to get to that part. So I told my, I told my chef, I told him, take my dog outside because I knew that we're going to have to run. So I'm like, I can't, you know, I can't be dragging my, you know, dogs are, you know, he, my dog and I thinking nothing is wrong. So I'm like, take him outside. So he think we're going for a walk. So take him outside. So when he's already outside, remember, I have one bag left in the room. My bag is close to the door. The, the room is close to the door. So I went to him. Remember, I'm still wearing a long dress. I'm not wearing active clothes. So he's not on his toes. I went to him in the shower. Can you believe that if this man had told me, and it's so crazy to me, this is how I knew that this guy wasn't for me. Because if this man had told me that I'm sorry, can we talk about it when I got the shower? I feel like we have a lot to talk about. I wouldn't have left. It's his pride and ego that caused me to leave. Because I knew that, you know what, this guy, he's in his 30s. He's in his late 30s. He's never going to change. But me, I'm still 23, 24. I still have time to change and develop and be a matured woman. But he's not going to change. So there's no point in me, you know, I'm trying to, you know, it's no point. So I went to him. I went to him and I said, I went to him the last time to be sure about what I was doing. I said, do you think what you did last night was okay? Because you left last night. You didn't tell me I'm not coming back. Even though I'm not having sex with you, you could have at least called me and said, hey, how are you? I'm not coming back tonight. I'm, I'm going to hang out with X, Y, and Z. Even though it's a lie, it's the courtesy. Me and you live in the same house together. You could have told me that. Even though me and you are currently not having sex, we could have worked it out. But you didn't want to work it out. You wanted to be a dog. So now since you want to be a dog, I'm, I'm going to show you I'm the owner. I'm going to show you I'm the owner. Because you know when you have a dog, you got to show, show your dog you're the Alpha Omega. I'm going to show you I'm an Alpha Omega in this bitch. So now, I went to him in the shower. He's okay. So just to explain it for visual reasons, so you can understand how I was able to get it and run it without him seeing me, his back was towards the door. So the shower head is this way. It's not like, you know, the door is like, you know how some showers that like you open a, you open the, the door is open and the shower is like right in front. No, it was like the showers on the side. So he's at on the side and the door is like right there. So the first thing you see when you open the door is the toilet. You don't see the shower first. So when I went to him, his, his head was towards the wall and the shower was running on his bald head. So I was like, I want to ask him one more time to be sure if what he did was right. I said to him, I said, do you think what you did last night was okay? And I wanted to be sure. I really, in my heart, I really want him to say, no, I want us to talk. He told me, you know what he did? He shooed me off like a fly. He told me, oh, he can't talk right now. He can't talk right now. This is what he did. He can't talk right now. He can't talk. I said, oh, oh, you can't talk right now. Okay. Okay. I went to the desk. I took, I, I took the Rolex. 
grabbed it in my hand. Bitch, I went to the door where my bag was. I grabbed my bag. I went towards the back door and started running towards my chef. I said, give me my dog. Bitch, I, I was running with my dog. I called the Uber, bitch. This is how I know God was on my side because the Uber was literally one minute away. The Uber was one fucking minute away. That shit was one minute. Bitch, I was running towards the Uber. I don't even know how. Because usually, you know when you're in, you, you know when you're in like a, a situation, a certain situation, like all of a sudden things don't go right. But for me, everything was going right. The Uber was literally one minute away. I'm like, yo, how the fuck is this Uber... I'm trying to tell you, God really want me to do this, bitch. I ran towards my Uber. I hopped in my Uber. I said, Uber, keep going and don't fucking stop. He said, what's going on? Uber, keep going and don't stop. My Uber driver was with the shits. This man was haul assing through all. He, listen, this man did not have no brakes. I'm telling you, God wanted me to do this. This man, had, my, the, God gave me the perfect driver. This man did not stop at all. This man did not stop at all. This man was going through the lights, go, going through, moving. He's like, then when we finally got far away, he's like, what's going on? I said, I, I, was, I was just so, man, I was so relieved. When I tell you guys I was so relieved, once I got far away from the house, I was like, you know when you have so much anxiety, you have so much anxiety in your chest and your chest is so heavy. I was so relieved. Like, I felt like I had like a breath of fresh air. Like, like I, I, I could breathe again. Because when I was staying with him, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I'm... When I tell you God is so good, God is so good. Because just imagine, let me tell you something. Just imagine if all those times that I was praying that God, please, why am I not getting pregnant by him? Why am I not getting pregnant by him? And I got pregnant. Would I be able to really leave this easy? Would I be able to leave this easy if I was pregnant for him? That's why I'm telling you. Don't rush into being pregnant by these guys. Don't rush. Don't rush it. If you are trying to get pregnant by a man and it's not working, there's a reason why it's not working. Don't rush it. I promise you. Because to be honest with you, I could only imagine if I got if I had a kid by him. Just imagine how hard it would have been. It would have been so hard. So finally, I got far away from the house. I got far away from the house. He's calling me. He's calling me. He's like, oh my wife blah 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 bitch I was done with him I was already done I'm like you know what his sister was calling me everybody in the book was calling me I'm like you know what when I was telling y'all about him beating my ass and when I was telling y'all about him doing what he was doing nobody listened to me that was the problem nobody listened to what I had to say nobody listened to what I had to say so now that I took matters into my own hands y'all telling me oh if I wanted to leave I don't have to take his stuff I'm like bitch fuck you fuck you and fuck you and fuck you you can go to hell and you go to hell I popped my SIM card out and I changed my phone. New number, who this? New number, who this? And this same, this story I'm telling you guys, you know I'm telling the truth because if you go to my old videos, I say that the story is the same exact story. My story has not changed since. My story has not changed. So, you know, I was in, I was in the hotel. I was in a hotel, whatever. But you know why I messed up? Because this is why I messed up. I met, let me tell you how, let me tell you now. The reason why I'm even telling you the story is because I want to tell you how I met my current husband. I'm going to tell you how. So I was in the hotel. He knows the hotel that I was in because he knows that that's the only hotel that allowed me to carry my dog at that time. So he came to the hotel like a few days past or whatever the case may be. I didn't sell the watch just yet. When I got the watch, when I had the watch, I didn't sell the watch immediately. I waited like a two, like two to three days because I wanted to be sure. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't sure. I was still kind of like thinking like, you know, what should I do? Like, okay, if I sell the watch, what am I going to do? Stuff like that. I was still thinking, I was still in that thinking phase. I wasn't sure. So as I got the watch, I didn't sell it immediately. All right, cool. So he, he, he met me in the hotel. He came to the hotel with cops.
Uh-huh. The story gets good. Let me tell you. The story gets better. No, I didn't give birth yet, babes. I didn't give birth yet. All of you guys that are on my live right now and you're enjoying my story and you love me and I've helped you out some way, click the link in my bio and go get something off the registry. Anything small, I, I love it. Anything small, I, I appreciate it. It's not about me. It's not going for me. Just think about it's going for Bestie's baby because I love Bestie so much that I'm going to help my sister out with the baby. Go get something for the baby on my registry. Click the link in my bio and my registry is there. I'm having a boy. Okay, back to the story. Back to the story. So he came like two days later. Two days later. Two, 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 two three days later. He came to he came to the hotel I was I was in. He came with cops. He came with little you know little police officer little escorts. So he he come and now the the girls at the front desk remember they already know they already knew my situation they already knew they already knew what was going on they already knew my situation. So they were like oh they was like oh um uh, what you call it? they called my room they was like oh he's outside blah 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 he's outside. I think he's outside with cops. My then my mom called me. So I'm like ah oh, shit it's getting to the wire. So. My mom was like, you know, my mom my mom called me and she was like, oh, he, he said he's not going to do nothing to you. Just go outside and talk to him. And I'm like, I'm thinking to my mom and I'm like, I don't want to go outside and talk to him. She's like, oh, I'm your mom. Nothing's going to happen to you because he already told me nothing's going to happen to you. And if something happens to you, something's going to happen to him. So just go outside and talk to him. He wants to talk to you. I said, okay, no problem. I went outside. I know, right? They Tell, no, tell boss they need to sponsor me. Tell Voss they need to sponsor me. A lot of people have been asking me, am I sponsored? Because I'll be having so many different waters and stuff, but don't worry. 2024, we're going to get there. 2024, we're going to get there. You know, God's timing is always the best timing. God's timing is always the best timing. I, I'm not in a rush for anything. You know, God's timing is the best timing. So, now, I'm telling you, you know what? Let me go talk to him. First thing that came out this freaking motherfucker's mouth was, where the fuck is my watch? He said, where's my watch? You, 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 you finna question, listen, you finna question me in front of cops and you think I'm about to fold? Bitch, I didn't fold. I'm like, we'll watch. We'll watch. I, I'm like, we'll watch. What are you talking about? Because you have no evidence. You can't come and come to, first of all, number one, I'm not in your house. I'm in a hotel. You can't come to a hotel and think you're about to interrogate me or make me feel, and make me feel like I'm supposed to fold because you got some cops there. Because now I'm about to flip the script on you. Because look, bitch, let me say something. I'm calculated. I'm, so the moment he's like, oh, where's my watch? Where's my watch? I'm like, what watch? I'm like, you want to tell the cops what kind of watch it was? So they can ask you how you could afford it? Oh! All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he changing up his story. He's, he don't want... Now... The same energy he had in front of the cops when he saw me, he didn't have that same energy. He Now he won't talk to me on the side. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't talk to me on the side. Let's talk in, let's talk in front of them. Let's talk in front of the cops so we can start talk, so we can start telling them, so I could tell them how you abused me. And you could explain to them how you could afford a Rolex and how much was that Rolex because I don't have it. And I didn't know you had a Rolex. Okay, let's, 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 let's get there. He couldn't, he's oh, he's oh, let's talk on the side. Now he don't want to talk to me in front of police because you try to intimidate me. You thought I was going to fold. You thought I was going to be like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Nah, I'm not folding. So I'm standing, look, I stood on business. Let me tell y'all something. Bitch, I stood on business. I stood on business. I don't know where your watch is. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell us how you could afford a Rolex, first of all, because we need to know how much that Rolex costs. We need to know what kind of work you're doing. Because whatever work you're doing, clearly we all need to get into that work as well. 
Oh, 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 let's talk on the side. Oh, you want to talk on the side now? Oh, no, 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 no. I think we need to, we need to include all of them. Everybody needs to be in this conversation. Oh, no, 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 no. Now he's telling them to go back. Oh, go back. All right. Okay. 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 So now we're on the side. We're talking on the side. He's like, oh, here's my watch. If you wanted to leave. I was, and he thinks that, you see, I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid, bitch. I watch too much movies to know that. You think that you're about to incriminate me? You think you think I'm not thinking that you're recording me? He's talking about some, oh, you don't have to take my watch. I'm like, sir, what watch are you talking about? I don't know. He's like, oh, you don't have to act like you don't know what watch I'm talking about. It's just me and you. Sir, I don't know what watch you're talking about. At this point, I don't know what watch you're talking about. I don't know what watch you're talking about. So now, all right, now, remember, I want to get him out of the hotel because now in my head, I'm like, fuck. I got to change my location because if I don't change my location, he going to keep coming to where I am. He going to think that he could get me back. So in my head, I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get him to go? You know, the best thing to do when you're in a situation as a woman is start crying. I started crying. <laughs> no, because you hurt me. Because now I want to get off of the topic of the watch because now, now I want you to leave. And the only way for me to get you to leave is to start crying. Oh no, you are a cheater, you are an abuser, you hurt me so bad. He, he, he. I, bitch, you would have, I, bitch, I wish I had someone recording me. I would have won an Oscar. I would have won an Oscar for how good acting I was. Bitch, I started crying. I'm talking about boogers out the nose, bitch. Boogers out the nose, the tear, the boogers is dripping to the mouth. I'm so, <laughs> I'm snotting and sh bitch. Let me tell you. My cry could have won an Oscar. That's how good of a cry I was giving. I was giving him a show, bitch. A show. I'm like, no, because he's a cheater. I started shouting because I wanted, I wanted the front desk people and the people in the hotel to come and assist me and help me get this man out of the hotel. Bitch, I was crying. Ah, snot coming out the nose. I'm licking my snot. I'm <laughs> acting like I can't breathe. So the girl in the front desk, she came and she was like, she's like, you know what? I think that it's just been a little bit too heated for the both of you right now. I think that you should go and you need to um, come back the next day. Come back the next day and you probably, you guys can talk about it. I already know you guys are in a serious situation. I know that this is your wife. You love her and she clearly loves you because she's crying. Bitch, why is she saying because she's crying? I was like, <laughs> I was like no, because he's a cheater. He's a cheater. He hurt me so bad. Bitch, tears out the motherfucking ass. As soon as this guy, once I seen him walk out the door, and I seen that he drove off. Bitch, I wiped all my tears. I was like, oh, I got to pack my shit. We got to go. I said, we got to find somewhere else to go. Bitch, by 6 in the morning, 6 in the morning, I was already out that hotel into the next hotel. Because I already knew that if I stayed in that hotel, he would have kept coming. So, you see what I'm saying? I didn't play myself. And I already knew, like, damn, I got a short amount of time to sell this watch before this guy really get me wrapped up and I'm going to have to go back to his crib. By 6 a.m., all my stuff was packed. Me and my dog was out the door. We was already ready to go. We already went. We was already on our next way to another hotel. Because this hotel now, he don't know about. He don't know. He only knows this one because he thinks it's the only hotel that I can go with my dog. But he didn't know I had a second plan. So I had my other plan. So I already left. Now, I remember, I'm only telling you guys this story to tell you how I met my current husband. No, my phone. Okay, listen. 
my Lisa. Lisa said, why not turn your location off? He didn't know my location from my iPhone. He knew my location because he knew that that's the only place I can go with a dog. And he asked somebody, did you see a girl with a white dog walking around? Because he knows that I walk my dog every morning. While I was still in that hotel, I was still walking my dog every morning. And, and someone told him, yes, I see a girl. She's staying in that hotel. So that's how he knew I was at that hotel. Because he knew that he knows that every time I leave his house, that's the only hotel I can go to because they're the one that allow me with the dog. So that it's not that I have my location on. It's not, he didn't know from my iPhone location. Don't get confused. It's not that. So after I left, I finally left. <laughs> he was my fiance. He wasn't my husband just yet. He was my fiance. He was my fiance. He wasn't my husband just yet. I did carry his last name, but he was he was my fiance. He wasn't my husband yet. Like it wasn't like doc doc official. Like it it was about to get to that point. And I'm happy that I made the decision I made. Because if I didn't, I would have been stuck. It would have been a little bit. It would even have been hard because it, it's not that serious. Anyways, the one thing that was I'm grateful for, I didn't have no kids. If I had kids with him, it would have been hard. But because I didn't have no kids with him, it was easy for me to leave. So now, now the reason again, the reason why I'm telling you guys this story because I want to tell you how I met my fiance. Uh, I only dated him for like a year. We got engaged. We got engaged in four months. So. That just to, just to reference for those who are just coming in, because now guys, we have like almost like f close to five hundred people, four thirty, four hundred people in here. For those who just came in, um, we we got engaged in four months. So I was in a hotel for like four days, five days, and this is why I say God's timing is the best timing. Sometimes you think that you have nowhere to go, or you think you have no option, and God will always show you that. I have your back. I only stayed in the hotel for like four or four days because now at this point I sold the watch. And now I'm thinking like, damn, like I can't be staying in the hotels because the money's going to run out. I need to get a place. Like I need to find somewhere to stay. Like, you know? So as I was having this thought and I was so worried, right? I was just worried. I was just like, you know, listening to motivational music. I was listening. At that time, my song of that season was Dan, um, Burner Boy, um, Dan Gote. That was my song of that season of that period of my life. I would listen to that song every morning, you know, and it's not that I didn't want to work. I wanted to work too, but I, it was so hard. You know what I'm saying? It was just hard for me, you know, because it was a lot going on. And, you know, God just wanted to show me that I have your back. I have your back. So I went to I went to this supermarket to go buy dog food because I, I okay so I had to go Uber to drive around to get myself food. I was like, you know, I gotta get dog food for my dog because I can't because my dog was spoiled. My dog was eating literally rice and beef and carrots. I can't give him that treatment right now. Right now we on a budget. If I'm giving you rice and, and carrots and beef, how I'm gonna figure out where we gonna stay? So I went to a supermarket. And I was I was wearing a nice ass dress. This dress, my butt was looking nice. My body was on point. This is why I be telling y'all don't go out in pajamas. Don't go out looking homeless. I, I'm telling you guys the tea. I had my whole bust down. My bust down was on. I had my bust down wig on, and I had a nice. I had no makeup. My skin was good. I had no makeup on, but my dress, my body was on point. Nice dress. When I went to the supermarket, um, what you call it? My husband. I didn't even see him. It's so funny because I didn't even see him. He saw me. So I went to buy dog food, and my me and my husband, we both love dogs. Like he he has dogs, I have dog, a dog too. So he knows that. All right, this girl loves dogs clearly because she's buying dog food. And he always says the first thing that he saw before he like the first thing that made him attracted to me was my legs because I had my legs out. I was wearing a nice short dress. My legs was out, and I have like long legs. So he's like when he saw my legs, that was the first thing that he saw, and then he just looked up and just saw. And he's like, yeah, I have to talk to this girl. So I had, mind you, I didn't see him because I wasn't paying attention. You know when you're going through so much, you're not really paying attention to like the guys around you. you just want to like get what you had to get and go. So I went to the Uber, and then this 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 random guy came to the car and was like, "Oh, my boss want to talk to you." 
I'm like, well, who's your boss? I was like, tell your boss to come talk to me. Why is you? Why is your boss sending you to come talk to me? Like, who's you? He's like, oh, oops, sorry. He's like, oops, sorry. Let me go tell him to come. So I told my Uber driver, I said, I'm going to count to five. If he don't come to this door at five, because I don't know if he think I'm about to wait for him, because it's not giving that. I'm going to count to five, and if he don't come to this door by five, I'm leaving. Uber driver was laughing. Because that particular day, what I was wearing, a lot of guys were talk. a lot of guys were just like flocking to me that day. So I was already over it. Like he was the last guy, and I was already over it. That place, I, that supermarket I went to was the last place, and I was over it. So... I was like, I'm going to count to five. I was like, one, two, by, I got, by the time I got to like two and a half, about to got to three, he was already at the window. He was like, hi, how you doing? He never admits this, but his palms was literally sweating. He was nervous. His palms were sweating. I'm like, hi, hi, I'm good. How are you? And my, my voice was very like stern. Like I was like, I'm fine. How are you? He's like, oh, um, he's like, oh yeah. So I'm in a rush. Can I get your number? And I was like, no, you can't get my number. He's like, oh, so how how I'm supposed to contact you? Mind you, I didn't know he was tall because I wasn't. Remember, I wasn't paying attention. He's squatting. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't even. To be honest with you, I didn't even look at his face so well because it was late at night. I didn't pay attention. Again, God's time is the best time because I didn't know that this is. The, mind you, who he is, who he, the type of who he is physically is the type of guy I was praying for when I was in my ex fiance house. I was literally praying for this type of guy, tall. You know, this is the type of guy I was praying for all around. So, I but I again I wasn't paying attention because I was going through so much. I was going through so much, so I couldn't really pay attention to the, him talking to me because I was already irritated because I had like two, three other guys trying to talk to me before him. You know what I'm saying? And I was already like all these all these men are talking to me because that's showing. That's the reason why they're talking to me. Anyways, exactly, Ashley. God allowed me to leave to meet my blessing. I'm telling you, go back to the praying board. I promise you, I was literally praying with all my faith and. I, it literally took me a, it didn't even take me a year or even a month to find my, my husband, my current husband. All right, cool. So now he comes to the, he's like, oh, so what am I, how am I, how am I contact you? I said, you could contact me from Snapchat, but you're not getting my number. I didn't say you're not getting my number, like rudely, but I was like, no, I don't get, I don't like to get strangers my number. I like to go from social media to number. Like, I don't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel like I'm just so easy. You know what I'm saying? So he took my Snapchat. I took his Snapchat. And bitch, the next day, I didn't even know he was going to Dubai. This 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 man was flying first class Emirates to Dubai. I was like, ooh. I was like, ooh. I was like, ooh. So now, now, okay, see, I didn't pay attention to him when we was in person. But when I saw his Snapchat, I'm like, ooh, first class Emirates. Hold on. Hold on. We on to something. We on to something. Something, something's popping. Something, something's popping up. <laughs> something's popping up. <laughs> so... Um, we started talking a lot through Snap Snapchat, and we we um, right. So we started we 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 started talking a lot through Snapchat because now he got my attention. Now I'm like, oh, okay, first class Emirates. I'm seeing you having fun. You at this place. You at the. I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, he's the one. And now I'm I'm looking at his face now. And now we like, you know, one thing about me and my husband when we first met, we was really honest with each other. Like I, we was really honest with each other. I didn't lie to him about you know um. Like, my situation as far as, like, leaving my ex-fiance. I didn't tell him, like, I came from a bad situation. Like, oh, my God, my ex treated me like crap. Because I could never... Let me tell you something. I could never tell you that my ex-fiance treated me bad. My ex-fiance did not treat me bad at all. I cannot say that. He did introduce me to, like, you know, designer stuff. Like, he was the one to, like, introduce me to nice things. So I never told him that my ex-fiance treated me bad. But I didn't lie to him about me being coming from a situation. And it's crazy because it's good that I didn't lie to him because... 
someone from my ex-fiance circle told him that I took his watch. So it's crazy. It's a good thing I didn't lie to him. You know, I told him first. So because I told him first, he felt like he could trust me. And we was talking from then and there. We was talking. Like, when he was in Dubai, he literally called me every single day. In my head, I'm like, that's my boyfriend. I'm like, that's my man. Like, that's my man. In my head, I'm like, that's my man. So when he came back from Dubai, when, I, when he first came back from Dubai, remember, I didn't even know he was tall. When he came back from Dubai, he told me to come to his house. And mind you, I've only been in the hotel for like a week and a half. Like, I'm telling you, God worked in mysterious ways. Because it's not even like I had to be in the hotel for a month. I was only in the hotel for like a week and a half. By the half of the week, he paid. When he was in Dubai, he sent me money to pay for my hotel for like a ha the, the half of the week till he, gets, till he gets back. So, you see what I'm saying? How if a guy wants you, he wants you. He literally gave me money without even me seeing him again. He sent me money while he was in another country to pay for my hotel. So after he paid for, after he paid for my hotel, so when he finally got back, he was like, oh, come to my place. So I came to his place or whatever, and he bought me, he bought me like bags. He bought me like a few bags. It wasn't designer bags, it was regular bags or whatever. But I was so thankful that, you know, he got me bags. And did I sleep with him? No, I didn't sleep with him the first night. I had my period and I was like, I'm not sleeping with him. I made sure I went my period. So after that, um, he told me, he said, like, why are you staying in the hotel? How about you stay with me? I was like, okay. I didn't stay with him that first night. The second, the third night, I was like, you know what? Let me just go over there. Because I didn't because I didn't want him to feel like I was thirsty. I didn't want to rush to his house. You get what I'm saying? Like I kind of wanted to like, you know, give it a little bit. And then from there, we just we lived we lived together. Like we was living together for a few months. And then he helped me get the money that I had from the Rolex is when I got my own place. You get what I'm saying? So he helped me find my my my, my place, my own place. So it's not that I you see the money I still have the money from the Rolex, but I didn't want to like waste the money. So after um, staying in his house because he knew I was looking for a place to stay. So after staying in his house for like a little while, I stayed in his house for a few months or whatever and then I got my own place and then that's how our relationship been. And then like we had our little on, off, whatever, whatever, whatever and now here we are. <laughs> married and stuff. So yeah, guys, that's how, I know that was a long story for me to get to how I met my current um, husband but that's how, that's how, that's how it literally happened. Um, someone asked me, how did you heal? Um, I just heal, like I literally just healed by self-love, like just loving myself, loving myself and praying to God about finding, um, a new man. Like I just prayed, you know? No, the story is one hour because I wanted, I really want you to see, like, I don't want to just say, oh, I met my husband from the supermarket. I really want you to see how, like, life happens. You get what I'm saying? I really want you guys to see how life happens. That's why I had to say the story so long because I really wanted you guys to see. Like, damn, that's crazy. But, yes, self-love and prayer because I was literally in my, I was literally in my ex fiance house praying. Like, oh, I want a guy that looks like this. I want him to have this type of character. He literally has, even the bad characteristics I asked about, I told God that if he has this, I don't mind. He literally has it. He literally has it. But the one thing that I wasn't compromising on was his ability to say sorry. And one thing that my husband does now that I love about him is no matter what he does, he always tells me sorry. He's always holding himself accountable. He would never sit there and feel like he's too proud or too good to tell me sorry. And that's one thing I love about him. I love, love, love about him, you know? So, yeah. I trust I tr I trusted God to be honest with you. I trusted God. I just trusted because you know, you know sometimes when you meet somebody, it's so hard to explain. Like when you meet somebody, you just know you could trust them. Because we we literally spoke on the phone for so long and he told me so many things about him. He told me so many things about himself and I told him so many things about myself as well. Like I just trusted him. He's a Libra. I just trusted him. Like his energy, like he just first of all, number one, he didn't have he just met me. He didn't have to buy me bags coming from Dubai. He didn't have to. 
That was the one thing that I loved. That was a green flag. Green flag was he bought me something from his vacation. He just met me. You know when you know sometimes when you just meet a guy and they just come back from vacation, they don't really buy you nothing. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he bought me he bought me bags when he came back from Dubai already let me know like, oh, okay, like he's a he's a generous type of guy. First of all, he bought not only did he buy me bags when he came back, secondly, he was in Dubai and he didn't even know me like that. He gave me money for my hotel. So that already let me know that this guy cares about me. You know what I'm saying? And at that time in his life, he was ready for a girlfriend. He was ready for a serious girlfriend at that time. So I just came at the perfect timing. As I was manifesting him, he was also manifesting me as well. Let me tell you guys, not the best guy in the whole world. He he treats me like the best. Yes, he does treat me well, but we also have our rocky times as well. And the years we've been together, it's been rocky too. I won't lie. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like, oh my God, he's such a good guy. He, he my husband. He treat me the best. Blah, 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 blah. We, we, we have the best relationship. No, bitch. We be sometimes before in the past, like the second year, we was literally like Tommy and Scrappy on Loving Hip Hop, bitch. Let me tell you. So, but I always say this and I'm always tell you guys because this is what I live by. Pick your baggage according to your size. I'm going to say this again. Pick your baggage according to your size. You're not looking for a perfect guy. You're looking for the guy that fits you. You get what I'm saying? You're not looking for the perfect guy. You're looking for a guy that fits you. He don't have to be the richest. But he got to be a provider and he got to be generous. And he has to be a man that holds himself accountable. A guy that, you know... It's in prideful. That's what you're looking for. You're not looking for the riches, the riches, the, 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 you know, the most prince charming guy. You're not going to find that. If you're looking for that, you're going to stay single for a long time. I'm going to tell you the truth. If you're looking for a prince charming and the most perfect guy, you're going to stay single for a long time. And I don't want you guys to stay single for a long time. This is why I share my stories or I share certain things with you guys so you guys can learn from me. Pick your baggage according to your size. Pick what you can deal with. Let me, let me say something. It's not about settling. Like, settling, like, I, I want you guys to understand something. Like, there's a difference between settling and settling, if that makes sense. Like, in somehow, some way, indirectly, you kind of do settle. Because you're not going to ever find 100%. Like, you have to work with the 20% of what you don't like. You get what I'm saying? Like, because a man is never going to come to you 100%. But you're going to have to train him to kind of like work with you, like work with your life and your lifestyle. If he doesn't fit the agenda you have for your life, like in five years, that's not the guy you want to be with. If you can't not seem to get pregnant by him, that's not the guy you want to be with. Trust me. Yes, this is going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on YouTube. Exactly. Never settle on a man that doesn't have no accountability. That's something you can... There's certain personal characteristics about a guy that you should never settle on. There's certain, like, forget about the money. The money part is must be there. Of course he must be a provider. That's in, very, very important. But you don't want to deal with a provider man that's too prideful. Because that's what I had. A provider man that's a narcissistic guy. You don't want that. That's something you can't settle for. You want a provider man who's generous, who is willing, who's willing to change, who's willing and open to meet you halfway. That's what you want. You want the man that's willing to meet you halfway. Because at the end of the day, realistically, you and the man that you're going to be with, you guys are going to be raised differently. So you have to be with the man that is willing to meet you halfway to really understand that, okay, you know what? The way she see life is different and the way I see life is different. So I have to be, I have to be willing to understand her as she's willing to understand me. I feel like to be honest with you, those things where you have to figure out what what pick your baggage according to your size. Like what do you what are you willing to tolerate? What are you not willing to tolerate? I can't lie to you. I can't sit here and tell you that, oh my God, I've never experienced getting cheated on. I've never I cannot sit here and lie to you. I'll be fucking lying. That's why when I say the things that I'm saying to you guys, I'm saying I I'd be saying the facts. 
I be telling you facts because I know how to go up around stuff. But again, you know, I feel like um, men have this thing where when they realize that they're really going to lose you, like they, when they, if a man really loves you and he realizes he's going to lose you, they start changing up their act real fast. You get what I'm saying? And that's what happened to me. Like in a situation where my man has done something wrong, like you know what I mean in the past, like you know how I told you about emotional intelligence? Bitch, that's what I use on him. Emotional intelligence. Silence. He don't know my next move. He don't know what I'm about to do. I'm not about to sit here and start breaking your stuff and start calling you and start acting crazy. I'm not about to do none of that. I'm about to make, I'm going to make you guilt trip. I'm going to make you feel like you have to, you're going to have to send me some cash, first of all. And even after you send some cash, I'm not, I'm still not going to be open. I'm talking about, not now. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about when we were dating. Like when we were like boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm talking about when we were dating. Not now. Now, no. I'm talking about then. You know, we dated, like I met him when I was like about 24, 25. And I'm in my late 20s, so we dated for a long time. And we're through you off and get off my life. Simple. Well, I'm, I'm supposed to come here and lie to you? The fuck? Okay. Exactly. And I had my own thing I was doing too. It's not like, oh, you know, I was hurt. I was sad. It was like, we. I'm still single. So since you're keeping your options open, I kept my options open too. It's just that simple. I don't I don't care. Like, I'm not about to say a lot of y'all. Y'all bitches be, see, this is the problem why people don't like telling y'all the truth. Y'all like people to come on here and lie to you and say, oh my God, my husband's so perfect. Oh my God, my boyfriend's so perfect. No, bitch, them bitches be lying. Them bitches be lying. I'm going to tell y'all the truth. When we were in our dating phase, like after like a two year, three year, I had kept my options open. I, let's, let's keep it a bean. Any, any girl that come on here and, and tell you, oh, I've never dealt with cheating before, I'm, they're fucking lying. So I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, we, I'm talking to you guys like my best friends. Like I'm talking to you guys like you guys are my friends. I'm telling you guys truth, facts, simple. Like, let's be realistic. These bitches be lying. All the bitches that be carrying flowers like, oh, my God, my man loves me so much, he never cheated on me. Let, let me say something. <laughs> you know what's the funny thing about men, too, is this. The funny thing about men is this. You'll sit there and be all, the girls that be on Instagram... <laughs> You know a bitch is going through it because look, she'll post all the flowers in the back like, oh my God, I love my man. And all of a sudden, for two weeks, she ain't talking about she love her man. For two weeks, she not posting because that man just embarrassed her. Behind closed doors, that man just embarrassed her. So please, we every, listen, let me say something. As women, we're all going to go through, there's going to be an equal fear of, like an equal share of a man testing you. It's always going to, it's going to happen. It's literally going to happen. That's why I say pick your baggage according to your size. No, for real. No, think about think about what I'm saying. All of them are not gonna come out and be honest. All of them are like, my man, 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 my man. Oh, okay, you're a man, you're a man. The moment you open your mouth and be like, my man, my man, I love my man, my man is the best in the world. Is the moment, the next moment, he will embarrass you. He would. The next moment, you be like, my man, my man. That's why I don't even do that on Instagram. I don't do. I don't do none of that. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't do none of that. I used to be, my man, my man, my man. Embarrassment, embarrassment, embarrassment. My man, my, embarrassment, embarrassment. To prevent embarrassment, because you know, every time, it's like a man just knows the moment you get all lovey-dovey and you be like, my man is so good, he's so good to me. It's like, you know what? He's like, you know what? I want to embarrass her. To prevent embarrassment, don't even say my man, my man, my man, my man, my man. That's why most people, most people online think I'm single because I don't post, I don't really like, I post my, I don't really post my man like that. I don't be like, my man, my man. Like, I don't, nah. Because every time I do it, he just got, he, it, it don't even have to be cheating. He just must do something stupid to piss me off. 
just to piss me off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Most of the influencers that come on here that be trying to my man you to death, trust me, there's some shit going on behind closed doors. They, they, they're not going to tell you as I'm going to tell you. You see how I'm real with you guys and tell you that, oh, my ex-fiance, I took his watch, blah, 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 blah. They're not going to come on here and tell you the truth. <laughs> but behind closed doors, breakfast, left and right, serving them breakfast, left and right, left and right. Trust me. <laughs> the thing is, is that I want you guys to understand when it comes to the whole cheating thing, when it comes to the cheating thing, it's about picking your baggage according to your size. I can't really answer why they cheat. Because, you know, I'm going to tell you this. I don't have any sisters, and I grew up around guys. I have only brothers, right? My family is, like, more male-dominant. And this is things. these are the conversations that I'm used to having and used to hearing. So I can't really explain why they do it, but it's just, it's just I don't know. Like, some men get away with it. Yes, I'm on Spotify. Some men get away with it. While other women act like they don't, their man doesn't do it at all. But majority of them are like, if you've been with a man for long enough, once in that relationship, he's gonna do it once. If it's like, I'm not talking about a serial cheater. You know, there's a difference between someone that cheats on you consecutively, like they don't give a fuck. That's different from someone that like once, like you know, like oops, like you know what I'm saying. It's different from those oops. Then as opposed to like consecutive cheating, like that's always cheating, like you're always crying. Like that's not somebody you want to stay with because now at this point he has no loyalty. He's not, he don't have no self-control. I'm not talking about the men that have no self-control. I'm not talking about that. There's a difference between a man who has, who makes a little oops. There's a difference between that and a man that has no self-control at all. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying that all guys are unfaithful, but somehow, some way, even if a man may not physically cheat on you, there's going to be something he does, whether it be text another woman. I didn't even say my man physically cheated on me. I didn't even say that. But everybody assume, oh, it's, it could be texting another woman, flirting. It could be it could be anything. It could be, because we women take different things as cheating. It could be, you know, him texting. It could be him looking at other women. It could be him even just even toasting another woman or even trying to get another woman in his bed. You get what I'm saying? So there's different forms of cheating. Exactly. It, cheating doesn't have to be physical all the time. I want you guys to understand, like, it doesn't have to be physical, the physical act. It could be the thought. It could be anything. It could be, oh, a little kiss. It could be anything. So let's, let's stop trying to say, oh, you, let's stop looking at, that's why I don't, that's why I don't judge celebrities on staying with their husband or their man after cheating because it ha it's so many different things to it. You got to pick your baggage according to your size. You may leave a man today for cheating and the next guy do the same thing. You get what I'm saying? Like you got to really pick your baggage according to your size. Sometimes some women will consider a guy even getting a girl's number cheating. So now you're going to leave a man that's taking care of you. Like, this is where you have to be emotionally intelligent. You have to be smart as a woman. Because, you know, this is little, only little girls is going to sit there and say, you know what, fuck him. Because he got that girl's number, I'm going to leave him. And I'm going I'm to leave him and work hard and see, I don't need a man. Only stupid girls act like that. A smart woman is not going to leave a man because he's texting another woman and he's taking care of the bills. Why would you want to sacrifice all of that because of the, what, one little bimbo? Why? Do I believe in breaking up and getting back together after seeing other people? Yes, I do believe in that because that's what happened to me. I do believe in that. I actually do believe in that. It depends on how long, though, because if it's too long, like a year, that's too long. But if it's like a month or two months, then maybe it can work. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no. If he's broken cheating, there's no excuse in the book for him to even think about doing that, to be honest. I'm going to just keep it a bean. No excuse in a book for a man to be broke and cheating. How? 
How could, how could you even think? Pick a struggle. The only way it's okay for a man to be broken cheating is if he's selling his, his pipe. If he's selling his pipe, then cool. Go ahead, babes. Go ahead, babes. Go ahead, babes. Do your thing, babes. Do your thing, babes. But ain't no way. You out here slinging that thing for free. And that's all you got to offer. Absolutely not. This phone died while I was recording. I'm going to leave you guys with that for today. Happy New Year, and I'll see you guys in 2024. If you're listening on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube or you were live with me on TikTok, thank you for watching. I want to wish you Happy New Year, and I'll see you in 2024.